0: What's up, Michigan? It is hour number three on a Dorn Mayhew Thursday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Bean Garter will officially become Dorn Mayhew here at the end of the month. The sign is already up along 131 in downtown GR. Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder at Bean Garter, will be in studio momentarily. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network, former Lion. He joins us every week. Presented by Dorn Mayhew, we'll talk about the Lions and the saints on sunday down in louisiana get to the rest of the NFC north and the nfl let's welcome in the fellas first josh garvey managing shareholder doran mayhew heads up the grand rapids office what's up my man not much
1: did you enjoy the
0: game saturday
1: ohio state michigan i did what a game um epic game i think he called a few minutes ago what a game uh Very happy with the outcome. So that
0: was all. And we had Lomas down there uh, with Impact Power Sports in the Lomas Brown golf cart that somebody (laughs) will win next summer. Just text Impact to 21,000. Lomas was looking good in the golf cart. I know you saw our video uh, that I described as Dumb and Dumber 2, the uh, upcoming movie. Uh, But it's a great golf cart and people love Lomas, man. You know, with, you know, 100 and, well, you got to remember there's a hundred and, 11,000 that got into the stadium, but everybody tailgating. I think there was quarter million people down there uh, last Saturday. And Lomas, you had a great time, didn't you?
2: Oh, I had a wonderful time. And, yeah, your estimates, it had to be that amount of people there. It was awesome, huge. It was overwhelming. And like I said, I've been to plenty of sporting events and been involved with sporting events. But I don't think I've ever been overwhelmed buy a sporting event like that, and I didn't even go to the game. I just tailgated. Didn't even go to the game, and I was overwhelmed, so it was awesome.
0: You know it was really cool, too, Josh? When he was leaving, he said, bye-bye, Billy. And I said, <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be a documentary. <laughs> he goes, bye-bye, Billy, and I told Marty Boer for the Michigan Sports Network, I'm like, I think I'm going to – that's going to be my life story as a broadcaster. <laughs> and then Lomas is going to be sitting there just like he was in Bye Bye Barry going, you know, eventually Bill would say the wrong thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you see – hey,
1: Josh, did you watch Bye Bye Barry? I did actually this last weekend. Uh, did you see Lomas in there? I did. Lomas and Herman and all the guys. Lomas was, is in every documentary. He is. <laughs> He is. He's he
0: must have there. the best documentary agent on planet, <laughs> Lomas. I, I, I turn around. There could be tonight on our documentary on wild geese in northern Canada. Lomas <laughs> Brown. How did <laughs> Lomas get on that documentary? He's everywhere. <laughs> He's like I was hyped up on Mountain Dew in that documentary. Man, here. Uh, you were. You were getting excited. I'm like, is he foaming oh at the God. mouth right now? What's I going know. on?
2: I know, man. You see Kevin Glover. He was sitting there calm as can be. They cut, cut to me, and I'm hiked up on Mountain Dew, jumping around, eyes bugging out. I'm like, what in the world was wrong with me? So, yeah, yeah.
0: No, when I was watching Bye Bye, Barry, they showed one of the outtakes at the end. Lomas was moonwalking with a number 20 Lions jersey on.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was that, that was well done, and... I, you know, I cried uh, at the end because that's how much Barry Sanders meant to me and still does mean to me as a Lions fan. And Josh, uh, when it was over, what were you thinking in your
1: mind? You know, I was glad my kids were watching that with me. Awesome. that's Because the, kids are, the kids are not used to the athletes of today that are very celebratory, uh, lots of show. And they, there were times where Barry was talking about uh, – not acting in that manner, and they were almost somewhat confused. And by the end, they were like, "Wow, it really is the right thing to just hand the ball to the ref when you score, isn't it?" And so, it was pretty cool to see their reaction uh, at their age points, uh, to see the respect uh, that Barry had for the game and, and the players and the referees, and it was just it was a very very well done documentary.
0: And Lomas, for you being in the documentary on a serious note, playing alongside Barry, opening up those holes and some of the highlights I hadn't seen for a while where there's like defenders singing the plays over and there goes uh, Barry. After you watch Bye Bye Barry, uh, what were some of the things going through your mind?
2: Wow. Well, that that was poignant what Josh just said, because that's the effect you want to get out of a documentary, and that's what you want to affect the next generation. So that's awesome, Josh, to hear that, but – for me, it was just kind of like reliving a lot of the moments, a lot of the things that, um, you know, that Barry went through. But knowing it too, knowing it from a personal standpoint of knowing the guy, knowing what he stood for, knowing that once he retired that he wasn't coming back like a lot of people speculated, because that's just how Barry was. You know, a great example was in the movie and the doc when we talked about him needing nine yards to go back in, to, to win the Russian title. I mean, all of us wanted it, but, but Barry. you, We wanted it as linemen. You know, he had money riding on it, the prestige of being the Russian leader, and yet and still he didn't, you know, that didn't phase Barry. And that's just how he was, and that's how he is today. He's still the same person that I met in 1989. So it it was great. I'm glad a lot of people get to see that and that side of him.
0: Lois Brown is on the Lions Radio Network, former Lion, Josh Garvey's managing shareholder of Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. They join me every week. We talk about the Lions, uh, the stories connected to the Lions and where this team is at. And, Josh, I'll begin with you uh, off uh, a god-awful Thanksgiving performance. They get a break uh, to get as healthy as they can for New Orleans, a team that is missing three of their top four wide receivers, as Jeff Risden mentioned earlier on the show. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday?
1: Boy, I'm scared to see. Uh, Coming off the Thanksgiving game, um, I think you'll see Detroit bounce back here. I do. Um, The line's about four. It's it's hovering around four, but I – I think Detroit will come out. I think they're going to be ready. Um, some of the guys are, like you said, healed up a little bit. Um, and, and I do think you'll see him come out and play a much better uh, football game.
0: Lomas, uh, looking at Thanksgiving to the time off, is that good for the Lions? Or uh, would they have been better off playing a week later, the extra rest? I get that. But, man, Thanksgiving was so darn ugly, and that thing just lingering Uh, How do you think the Lions respond against the Saints?
2: Well, first, I think it was good. Just any time you could get the rest this time of the year, you will take it. But I I think huge what we've been seeing over the last couple of weeks have been self-inflicted wounds. And that's I think for me, that's the most encouraging part about this is because these are things that can be cleaned up, the fumbles the interception, uh, the penalties. Those are things that you can work on and clean up as a team. You know, when we were were talent deficient, (laughs) you couldn't say that. But we have just as much or more talent than the teams that we're going to face. So it's just a matter of us executing, not shooting ourselves in the foot, and, and, and stop putting our defense in the short field by turnovers and, and hurting the team. So it, it, so that's where my encouragement comes from. But I tell you what, we got a tough team. we getting ready to face. I've been watching them on film. You know, they, 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 they could get it together real easily, and they're still kind of in the hunt um, in, their, in that, that division. So it's going to be a tough, tough game, especially on the road.
0: Josh, uh, when you look at the matchup with the Saints, uh, why do you like the Lions to win on Sunday, and what's your biggest concern?
1: I, I think the Lions uh, can 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 do what they've done this year, which is, I think they're going to be able to run the ball. Um, I think Montgomery, Gibbs, um, barring any health concerns there, um, I do think they're going to have their way running the football. Um, I do think Golf will bounce back. People are starting to doubt Golf all of a sudden, but we forget what he did the first six weeks of the year, so uh, of the season I should say but I do like him to bounce back and like I said I think they can control the running game the concern I have um, we've talked about this guy every week Alex Anzalone not sure he's playing and so uh, that's a different he's a difference maker on the field uh, he's
0: one of the few guys that's get that that gets into the backfield of opponents on a regular basis which is part of the problem on the pass rush which we'll get to in a moment but Anzalone I know Jeff Risden was on earlier from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire. He's thinking Jonah Jackson
1: and Angeloni won't play Sunday in New Orleans. Right. So I guess that's my biggest concern is Alex's influence on the game on the defensive side. He he sets the tone and there's a rhythm when he's in the game. What do you have? 15 tackles this last game or the game before, and it's he sets the tone there a little bit. So that's my biggest concern is seeing his name on that list um, and what that could do to that defense.
0: Josh Garvey is managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office, formerly Bean Carter. He joins me every Thursday with Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network, the former Lion. And Lomas, uh, from what was bad on Thanksgiving, what becomes something good we'll watch Sunday against the Saints?
2: Uh, I think, uh, Josh, great point that you made with uh, Alex not being there. so I think the offensive line. I think these guys are something at the bit to get back out there and prove to the, uh, prove that they are the number one line in this NFL. I know how it is coming off a tough game like that, and nobody played particularly well up front, you know. And you expect those guys. It's an expectation that comes with them guys that we expect from them guys to play at a high level. And they just didn't. Jarrett got hit too much. It was just too much pressure on them. And they, you know, so it was just a bad blocking by a bad day by the offensive line. So I expect these guys to come out and prove why they're one of the top offensive lines. Um, And Josh is right. I expect us to be able to run against the New Orleans Saints. That's going to have to be the thing that we're going to have to be able to do. I watch Atlanta run against them. Um, I watch Green Bay run against them. So they can be run against uh, as a defense, and that's what we're going to have to do. That's how you establish the line of scrimmage. I think that's how you get our offensive line back in rhythm.
0: Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey joining me, talking Lions. We'll get to the NFC North in a moment, but this is a big game. Uh, This team, they found a way to win and get it done in L.A. against the Chargers. Had the comeback in the final five minutes against the Bears and then just laid an egg. And again, when you play that bad and you only lose by seven, I know we can try and look at the glass half full. But I look at Sunday with the magic number sitting at four, which is amazing. Okay, last time they had a magic number like this and they led this early uh in the season I did I see something going back to like the 50s or 60s or something. like uh, this is uncharted territory uh I they have to win Lomas uh, and Josh and I'll get your thoughts first Josh I, I I deem Sunday in the must-win category I really do
1: I do too um coming off that last game and looking at Minnesota trailing you by a couple of games um I think it's a must-win. Um, we, we've got to take one game at a time, um, and it starts here uh, on the road at New Orleans. But I agree, it's a must-win football game.
0: Lomas, uh, how do you how do you look at this game Sunday for the Lions?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I do, I, I do look at it as a, a game that we have to win. It's an NFC game, uh, we and quite frankly, we have to win this game. That I think so we gain the confidence back uh, that we had before these last couple of games. Um, Again, it's going to be a test because it's going to be on the road in a hostile situation. So what that means is you got to take your solid count there. You know what I'm saying? So you can't put yourself in third and long situations. You can't be behind the sticks. you got to stay in front of the sticks, especially going to New Orleans, one of the loudest places in the league, trying to communicate out there on the offensive side of the ball. It's just going to be a headache. It really is. And it could be a difference maker. So to me, these guys got to grind it out and stay ahead of these six, but it, it, it's a must-win. I think it's a must-win, too, if you want to keep up with Dallas, San Francisco, uh, Philly, and the rest of the teams.
0: As I was talking with Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire earlier in today's show, I, I think the Lions, I know they're tied with San Francisco right now, but the Niners have the tiebreaker on conference record, but... That three seed, which would ensure the home playoff game and that you don't play the Cowboys in the opener, uh, that's where they're sitting right now. I would take that because it goes back to preseason expectations and the fact that this team would get a home playoff game. And, yes, they might have to go through San Francisco and Philly to get to the Super Bowl. But to me, the focus is kind of reset. uh, Win the NFC North, get the three seed, get that home playoff game, and avoid the Cowboys.
2: Yeah, that, well, that's where it should be at, huge, and that's where my my that's where I've been the whole time. You know, again, they're doing so well, and they I think they're ahead the way people thought they would be. That's when you start hearing the Super Bowl talk and all that. But as you know from the beginning, I said my goal was for them to win the end, our, win our division and get a home playoff game and win that. That that was my expectations coming
0: into the season. Josh Garvey, he is managing shareholder, Dorn Mayhew, Grand Rapids office, Lomas Brown. What were your expectations going back to when we had our first broadcast uh, with Lomas, Josh, what you were thinking would be the perfect season? I know wins at KC at Green Bay, the hype, Monday Night Football, uh, Super Bowl talk started. Like I said, I've kind of reset mine. I know what I expect and what I think they can do. What were you thinking before
1: the season and where are you at now? Yeah, I think I was on the same page where Lomas was, was uh, to win the division. Let's start there. Um, And I think we'd pick the games to start the season and and, and I think I was 13 or 14 wins and maybe I was shooting a little high, but... um, I was 14 and three. Yeah, I think I was right there with you, 13 or 14 wins and I... I think the expectation was to win that division and, and hopefully host a playoff game and, and um, maybe get a win there. But um, certainly wasn't talking Super Bowl um, uh, at the beginning of the year. But certainly agree with Lomas's comment here. This is a big bounce-back game for the confidence, and you hope they can go in there and get that, get that confidence back with a win on the road.
0: Lomas Brown, uh, before I let you go, what's your prediction uh, on the Lions game?
2: Well, I expect them to win the game. I I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I just do. I just think we're going to have to come out and and it might be a shootout. I think we could probably win the game. I'm looking maybe thirty, uh, 30 to twenty-six somewhere over there, thirty to twenty-four somewhere up in that range right there. Because I do think that they can put up points. They can move the ball offensively. So can we? I think it's just going to become it's going to come down to what defense can get stopped. And New Orleans has a good defense; they really do. So our defense is going to definitely have to show up on Sunday.
0: And Josh, uh, what will be the final score at the
1: Mercedes-Benz Dome? Yeah, I think that's a loud crowd there. That environment there is quite loud. Um, I think New Orleans without these receivers, uh, huge. I think they're going to be missing some of those big uh, playmakers, uh, the speed on the outside. I, I like Camara back in the backfield, but I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring. So I'm, I'm seeing like a, like a 27-17 Detroit.
0: 27-17. Uh, and I like the Lions in a close one. Uh, I'll say like 24-21, uh, get a win any means possible and come back home. And like we said, guys, magic numbers at four. Uh, it looks like a collapse, and that's my, not fear, just a point of concern off the Green Bay game. They cannot deliver another ugly performance. They just can't with what they've built up, and you want to stay on track to be that three-seed, minimum three-seed, if not the two. So get that W on Sunday. Lomas, uh, great to see you at the Michigan-Ohio State, the Impact Power Sports tailgate. Uh, everybody can text Impact to 21,000 for a shot at winning uh, Lomas's Lions. uh, A tricked-up golf cart, courtesy of Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford here on the west side of the state, West Michigan's go-to Yamaha uh, golf cart dealer. Uh, Josh, uh, enjoy your trip down to the Big Ten Championship with the Wolverines and the Hawkeyes.
1: Go Blue. Big game. Excited for that, so... Like to see Michigan win another Big Ten title, so and go get the natty. That's what they need to
0: do. Lomas, uh, enjoy the trip down to New Orleans, and we'll talk next week.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: All right. I think uh, we lost Lomas for a moment, but he was saying goodbye. I think his phone went in and out. Josh, and we'll also talk in seven days. Sounds great. Thank you.